0: It was a demolition in terms of, wow, Australia, England over the Silver Ferns, Jamaica in the end. We weren't able to get the job done. Where did it all go wrong, my friend? Yeah, I'm just watching the Australians now as
1: they're picking up the the World Cup with the streamers. uh, Jamie Lee Price is in there, of course, Stephen Price's daughter, who Mm. uh, was also going to play for the Silver Ferns before returning back to Brisbane with her her family, and uh, just won a, won a World Cup there playing centre for the Australians. Where did it go wrong? I think if you listen to Kev, like Kev, Kev has uh, been saying to us all all year that the selections are probably not where they should be. Um, and it just seemed like we struggled without Grace wiki in the side, and especially through that midcourt, getting that ball. You know, like you've got to score goals. Yeah. You've got to score goals in the... In the World Cup, and I can believe how low cares the scores were—like forty points, thirty points. You know, um, mm. and I just think the Australians. I think the Jamaicans would be disappointed where they finished. I think they they thought they had a dead set chance with this. Uh, the English, in the end, we watched that this morning when we came and got mm. just railroaded in that like that third quarter and couldn't pull it back in the last quarter. It was it was quite an easy easy win in the end for the Australians, but. The questions for me with uh, with Courtney is like, what does that mean for our players? What does it mean for our coach? How many are we leaving? Uh, losing? Um, and what's our future look like?
0: Well, there you go. You can ask her. She's waiting for you, Mr. Tony Kemp. So there you go. Put the question to her again. She's online. Morning, Morning. Courtney.
2: Morning, uh, how morning, are we?
1: morning, Courtney. Morning, thanks for joining us on Aussie and Kiwi for breakfast this morning, mate. Uh, we're just talking about we're watching the Aussies live here, just holding up the World Cup. You're probably there. We're just talking about our ferns. Like, what does this mean for our ferns finishing fourth? What is what, considered the worst finish they've ever had at a World Cup? Yeah, I am watching the Aussies right now. It's a
2: bit heartbreaking watching uh, them up there because four years ago we're watching the ferns. Look, I just don't think that we were up to par and I hate to say it and I have asked Dave Knowles how much of a loss was Grace and Wecker and I know you can't come down to just one player but I think we saw it once we lost her. It's almost like we didn't really have much on attack and we struggled, I think, the last four games. It was a draw and three losses and we really struggled on attack and I think, unfortunately, it is a team of 12 and 15 but our game plan looked like it was hated to just for when Grace was out there. Uh, looking yeah. to the future, we have the Constellation Cup and we have the Tiny Jamison Trophy. But unfortunately, we're up against the number one and the number two in the world in just a couple of months. And I'm not sure how quickly we can turn that around. Uh, we're definitely losing some of our key players, the you the know, like Gina Crampton. Will the captain, Emilia Renekonati, stay on? Will Jane Watson stay on? So you're losing a couple of mm-hmm. big names there. The good thing is, though, that a lot of our players are young. We've got uh, one of the youngest teams on average. Uh, one of the young—I think it is the youngest of a Ferns team to come away on average to a World Cup. So you've got a bulk of the players, probably six to seven, that will be on uh, part of the next World Cup campaign, and probably even again. Like when you look at Grace, she's only 21, so she's got a few more World Cups left in her. So as disappointing as this one is, and probably as hard as probably the next. Uh, Constellation Cup in and Tiny is going to be for the future. I guess in years to come, uh, we've got we've got
0: the depth there. Just watching the game, Courtney. It's Izzy, Appreciate you coming on the game against England. I was watching and it was nine all after the first quarter, twenty all after the second quarter. So it was tight throughout. But we just struggled to get the ball anywhere near the circle defensively. England put so much pressure on our mids, and we couldn't. Find those opportunities. Are you saying we didn't have the personnel right? P- potentially a Petatuiyava with her elusiveness in the middle would have been able to unlock that, or was it more of a just not enough time to figure out a game plan B, C to allow the yeah, Grace Wiki loss to. Hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a good question go. to ask, and I think a lot of people have been saying, could we have done with a Petatuiava?" And I think, yes, we can, hmm. but then I also think that we do have enough uh, good players in the Silver Ferns that were selected. I also think once we did get the ball down court to our circle, to the circle edge, we didn't really have strong options in the circle. Uh, I mm-hmm. did like mm-hmm. when Topaya Rickett came on today, and also Tiana Matudo. She brought that fire that I think we were kind of missing. The captain and the said they needed to find their mungles this match. And I think they stepped it up, the Silver Ferns, but I just don't think that we had it. And... I did ask Dave Nolan in Toto at the end of this match, is it concerning when we do get the ball in the circle, you've got shooters who are passing off and they're not shooting within one metre of the post. So if you look at the other nations and they've got players playing in the Suncorp Super Netball and they have the two-point shot. So a lot of their shooters can shoot from range and they can shoot those long ah. shots. We saw it with the Australians, we saw it with England. But unfortunately, we're not doing that anymore. And I think once the ball was actually in the circle, as much as it was tough to get it in there, once it was in there,
1: we weren't really shooting, or we're trying to pass it off, and I just think you can't be at a World Cup with uh, shooters who aren't willing to turn and go to post. Yeah, uh, just on just on that, um, Courtney. You know, like Knowles is really big on fitness with her side, and then you're talking about them not having the confidence to shoot. Like, where where did we go wrong in that preparation? If if we we must have at least thought that maybe Grace might go down. What's our contingency?
2: Yeah, I think they did and they, you know, they had six weeks together and I think that's what, probably what they'll be asking themselves and soul searching and I also didn't, mm. I wasn't a fan of their attacking game plan and uh, Waimata Matsmanu, who was the performance of the ferns coach, she said it's almost like, looks like the ferns are playing bumper car netball out there where we're going to our defenders, sort of meeting them and then dodging off them, whereas in the past we used to not allow our defenders to even find us and we're we'll getting caught on a lot of uh, offensive contacts, which is unusual and the umpires didn't like that we were going up to our defender and then coming off their bodies which I completely understand and I think once it didn't work against South Africa once it didn't work against Jamaica we needed to change that but we didn't it's almost like I hate to say it but it really is like we just had one game plan and we're trying to stick to it and we thought maybe as we play it more and more into the business end of this tournament that it would start working but unfortunately it just didn't come off and you know, if you talk about fitness and these these girls are fit enough, but a World Cup is hard. You're playing in like ten days of hard netball, back to back days. And so I also think could we have made better changes, more strategic changes? Mm. A lot of the other nations did it. Australia, when they won today, they would take in pretty much all their players off and put a new player on, fresh legs and they're ready to go. So I think they probably only had two players that maybe even one who didn't take the court for the diamonds and I think they really played it smart. In being able to substitute your
0: players on and off the court so tactically maybe potentially we hate to say it but uh out coached in the end but i heard you talking about the super shot and uh potentially for evolution in the anzp premiership with the super shot would you like to see that happen because it makes sense after you said that i was like yes we don't shoot from far we always get it close because we we haven't got the confidence so you'd love to see the evolution in the premiership?
2: Yeah, it's a controversial one, but I think after this World Cup, I would, because they only play it in the last five minutes mm. in the Super Netball of every, every quarter. But at least all the shooters are turning and shooting, which I think we're starting to miss uh, with our game in New Zealand. So, I mean, I would love to see it. Will we see it? I don't know. But there has to be something. When you think about the players like Maria Palau and all those long bombs that she used mm. to shoot, and we we don't have that anymore. And when you think about Maria in those big game moments. Like, those shots she was taking were worth more than one point, I believe. Uh, and then also, we've had a lot of blowout games in the ANZ. Premiership, our grand final, the uh, Mystics, they won it by, I think it was more than 10 goals, almost 20 goals. When you bring in a super shot, you're allowing a closer contest, because even though you're up by that much, in the last five minutes, if every goal is worth double points. You're allowing a closer competition. Sunfall Super Netball, their grand final went into double overtime
0: because it was just so close, and we missed that in our grand final this year, of Oh, are you there, Courtney?
2: Yeah, I'm still
0: here. Oh, all good, sorry, I just lost you for a little bit. Hey, uh, just quickly before you let you go, hey, what are you expecting with with Knowles? What do you, uh, look, it's hard to really think that the Silver Ferns without a coach Knowles in there, but is this the time for maybe a different direction?
2: I know, it's a tough one, and she's done so much for the sport. Mm. She has so much respect. I know that she is still contracted to the end of the year, so she will do the consolation and the tiny jammison. Uh, and then I'm unsure what she's going to do, and I, I honestly do think it would be up to her. So whether or not she's mm. got another four years in her to start building this team uh, from what they've done here, or does she step down and take time away from the game? But then in, in saying that, I'm not sure who then steps up to be coached. Do we start looking overseas? We've got a lot of good coaches uh, around the world, so do we start looking at that? Yeah. I'm, I'm unsure. Or do we look at two of our A&Z Premiership coaches? I bet before the jury, she's won Premiership to the Colts. She's not coaching there anymore. Is she available? She helped PG at this World Cup. So I think the big question is, does Knowles want to stay on? Uh, and if she doesn't, who steps into those shoes to fill?
1: One big positive uh, just before we let you go, Courtney, Kate, uh, Kate Heffernan with the mid-quarter of the tournament. Um, that's, that's At least we got something out of it.
2: Yeah, and she's been amazing. She also got mid-quarter of the tournament back in January, the quad series here. Uh, and Kate, for me, she was one of the standouts for the Silver Ferns. And, you know, that uh, award that she won, its every, every match is voted on. So she's won that across the entire tournament and something to be so proud of. But I think she really was, one of the standouts, when you think about it, I'm pretty sure she's only 21, 22, so how many more World Cup campaigns she has left in her. also think Hardenberger, she was a standout for the Silver Ferns for me. Uh, but, yeah, it was great that we get to come away with something at the end of this.
0: Thank you so much for your time, Courtney. We know you're busy, and uh, well done with your coverage over there in South Africa. Nate Diaz, Jake Paul, was that a was that a rigged fight? yeah <laughs> 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 oh mate and just quickly you got any pages empty pages left in your passport I'm sure you do more travel than uh, flight attendants
2: <laughs> I know I tell you what hope, surely I get a free upgrade on the way back All well, this time i have be doing surely
0: <laughs> hey you always turn left I've seen your socials thank you so much Courtney <laughs> P- appreciate your time thanks team thank you bye There she is, talking uh, the Silver Ferns, Courtney Tidy. It's hard to really think of a team with the Silver Ferns without Dame Nolene Toldua. But it's hard to really understand a plan B, plan C, Mm. knowing that if Grace Nowicki goes down, that we don't have a plan B, C. And it kind of looks like that Tony Kemp um, about, we just struggled. Yeah. We just weren't able to have the same impact, like watching the players when they're looking in a circle, they were just second guessing, can I throw a lob up like you used to with Grace and Wicky? nah, we've got to really work around and move it around that circle, we're taking, and then we have to surrender and go back to mid midcourt and then come back. And I was like, Phew. whereas there was just no
1: fluidity. Yeah, it
0: was it was interesting to watch.
1: And and, and, and she makes a really good mm. point, uh, Courtney. There when she's talking to Knowles about the the uh, shooting distance, you know, like only getting the ball under the under the goal before you have your shot. Like M- Maria uh, Tutu, when she was doing that, but um, Maria Filao now she would take those long shots on regular on a regular basis and sink and sink a lot of them. And I just I think that's a really good idea to bring that. Um, that two-point rule in, over here in New Zealand. Like, you know, we've got to, we've got to stay. Mm. If they're the world champs, you've got to stay in touch in touch with them. You know, that's one thing you do when you're benchmarking. is like, who's the best? If they're the best and this is what they're doing, like, do what they're doing and then come up with the next best thing that's going to beat them. You know, just being the youngest and hoping that in four years' time when they go to the next World Cup that they're going to be ready, they'll just keep moving, moving in front of them.
0: Yeah, and you could see it, a little apprehension underneath the, the goal. You're just like, oh, I'm not close enough, you know, passing it out, passing it back, passing it out, trying to get closer. Instead, you know, Maria Falau used to do it all the time, just turn and shoot and from range too. And that, When you've got range, you you create distance and you create comfortability in that circle. But when you don't have any range or any continuity, it's, it's difficult. And Kez, I know you're in there and you're, you're simmering away. In the kitchen, you have trying to dissect what went on over the weekend. You have been quiet. You've been simmering away, and I know you want to have your say. Say it, my friend. Say it. You said that they will beat. Jamaica in the third yeah. of fourth because Jamaica will well, their heads won't be there. Nah, they I, like I
3: genuinely thought you know going in going into that semi final against England, I thought we were going to walk away with a silver medal. Uh, this morning, I genuinely thought we got the luck of the draw getting England, but that, the the super shot boys. That is exactly what it's all about. You look at England, um, both their two shooters, Ellen Cardwell and uh, Helen Halsby. They both play in SunCorp Super Netball. You look at the English squad boys. I talked about it before the World Cup. I said that England looked lost in terms of where their squad was going they had a few filler positions they had a few players retiring that I didn't think uh, would have the legs to hold up look they made the final and, and to, for me it was all down to their shooting end you just look at the comfortability they could shoot from anywhere and what that does was allows that shooter to shoot a pass that Courtney was talking about Amelia Ann and Meyer um, were playing for us in the Silver Ferns they were trying so hard to get that shooter to shoot a pass going so we didn't have to shoot anywhere that wasn't uh, a fingernail behind the goal you know so it, it just it would change the game completely here in New Zealand if we did add a super shot. It's got a lot to go through before we get there. Um, <laughs> but I think it would be so beneficial because you're right, we're playing such a... Uh, it, it is an amazing style when we have Grace at full health and, we, and everyone's firing on all cylinders in our midcourt to get the ball to her. But you eliminate Grace from the question we don't really have that star shooter that we need. And, and full credit to Maya Wilson for shooting 100%. But in netball, 100% looks good, but not when you're only putting up 40 shots. Mm. What about the the, the, amount, uh, the the players that she took? I mean, I look at it and I, I kind of... Sometimes you get coaches who are all about conditioning over ability. And, you mm. know, there are some players... You know, I've, I've mentioned this to kids before, but, you know, Ali had done last two seasons had the highest shooting percentage in the ANZ. Doesn't get a look-in. Mm. Uh, you know, especially when Grace goes down. Uh, Peter Tuiava, who maybe isn't as big as some other players but man she can see a past that other people can't see. I think in terms of Alia it's, it's a sort of similar problem with Meyer and, and I definitely would have taken the um, the shooters that we did take um, over Alia Dunn. Alia is a holding shooter just like Grace, just like Maya. so I don't necessarily think it was the problem and in terms of Petitoyava, look I'm the biggest Petitoyava fan in the world and, and, and I have been for the last four or five years. I think she's incredible but unfortunately for me uh, once Grace goes out I feel like uh, PETA would just uh, restrict what Dame Knowles is able to do, is a dynamic wing attack, she's arguably one of the best wing attacks in the world and and yes she should be getting that look in um, but unfortunately it's, it's all down to her combination with grace and and especially in a World Cup. Look if we're talking the Constellation Cup, if we're talking these one off games, the Tiny Jamisons, definitely expect Petter Tuiava to be in there but in a World Cup where we need that coverage, uh, like we saw Dame Knowles loved to go to the bench during this uh, World Cup, we didn't see Gina Crampton as much as I expected, unfortunately she did get injured um, but silver lining she was taking a sabbatical anyway so we won't miss her for too much but boys I think we've seen uh, a lot of these silver ferns and in a coaching role uh, their last go in the black dress. I think, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, I think Gina uh, will take the sabbatical and, and and I don't think she'll return to the Silver Ferns. I mean she'll definitely come back to the premiership in, in uh, some capacity but uh, I think that's the end of her Silver Fern campaign and that's that's all down to her and, and look, the, the one thing that I will say boys and I will y- leave you with this, I'm disappointed um, with the Silver Ferns but I'm definitely not disappointed with the effort. There was never... Uh, an instance where I was watching these games thinking they could be trying harder here you know they should have done this, they should have done that. For me it was simply down to the to the roll of the dice. You know we just got dealt the wrong hand on the wrong day and uh, unfortunately we ended up with our worst finish when we could have easily got a silver. So it could have gone either way boys, don't look at it as so much of a negative. Grace Wickie's got so many World Cups left in her just like Kate Heffernan who's picked up mid quarter of the tournament, Matty Gordon as well we, we've got a bright future boys So so don't panic.
0: Beautiful, Kez, appreciate your time brother and having a wee chat on the Silver Fears we've got to shoot off, we'll come back and uh, well, if we can we'll fit in off the back fence with Tony Kemp, otherwise we'll put it in after the headlines alright, back soon